What's up, you guys? It's Karina with Gems, and I have a special guest today, and he will introduce himself. What's up? My name is Flaco Alejandro. Um, I'm very happy to be here. Thanks I'm happy to have you <laughs> Thanks here. Thanks for having me on, uh, on the podcast. <laughs> yes, and so I found out about him again because I was on the web, I was on Instagram, and I seen that he was going to perform at Other Brothers coming soon, um, October 15th. What time does it start again? Uh, I think, I believe doors open at 8 and the show starts at 9. Yeah, so if you want to have a good time, it's going to be like an indie um, kind of like, I don't know, music event. <laughs> and there's going to be a lot of cool people sliding through. So if you want to just check out, be a local, like check out our local artist, um, that would be that would mean a lot to them. Um, so he's going to tell you about his project that he has just released and then his previous project. So you want to get into that? Yeah, definitely. Uh, so I just put out a, an album called Nada Te Pido. Um, it's, uh, I'm call, I've been calling it an album, but it's like really like an EP. It's like, it's like six songs. Um, all of them uh, are kind of like in the style of like Serreño, which is like, um, like, like a, I guess you would call it like regional Mexican music. Mm -hmm. um but kind of with a twist because i added a lot of elements of like reggae and some elements of like uh like indie and different stuff um and yeah it's been a it's been really really exciting to piece it together and mm -hmm. to see how people react to it so like what are some of the feedback that you've gotten on your last like release of the video release that we all seen like on instagram and stuff you released oh the video yeah um like i'm assuming people like it <laughs> i mean yeah uh, i really like the concept of like the the like the story you yeah know what i mean like a lot of people said that it reminded them of like old school like novelas yes like, yeah, like, I had like that and all that <laughs> i had like a lot the of whole love it. story and stuff and then just how it was just so like simple at the same time and like it just all made sense yeah but what i did is I, I watched like a whole bunch of like like old school like banda videos i watched like valentina lizalda videos and just uh, and like Banda Macho's videos and Cristian Nodal and I kind of wrote down like the trope because I wanted to make it like as like cliche as possible kind of just like to take all the all the different tropes from like those videos mm -hmm. and put them all in one video and make it like just super obvious but with like a little bit of like like a twist which you gotta watch it to know what like the twist is yeah but um yeah I think we accomplished what we set out to succeed so really excited about it uh, mm -hmm. shout out to to, este, to Fred Rock who directed it and the homie from San Juan um, he helped me, he kind of like pushed me like to do it. Cause sometimes I have like ideas for stuff that I think would be really cool. But, um, sometimes it takes like an extra person to like push you into actually doing it. So yeah. Um, and sometimes really when those people come into your life, it's like a pivot, it's a whole shift and you take your, everything more serious, you know? Yeah. So I'm sure, you know, you were, you're preparing for that and for a while. Definitely. Um, and it's something that you've envisioned for yourself, right? Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. For how long did you know you wanted to be an artist? Uh, since I was a little boy, just a yay hi. <laughs> well, when I was when I was a kid, that was kind of like the only thing that I really like took a lot of interest in was like music and like um, like movies and stuff. And like my like my mom would sing a lot in the house, and then my my sister like introduced me like to a lot of music, and so like. Um, I remember, like, I saw, I think I saw, like, the movie, have you seen uh, School of Rock? Yeah. <laughs> I think I saw, like, School of Rock as a little kid, and, like, that made me really want to play guitar and stuff, so. Oh, that's um, dope. Once I picked that up, then, mm. then, yeah, it was kind of, like, 
it was only like like hobby that I got like really really like into and that I got like really really good at because I felt like when I was a kid I didn't feel like I had a lot of skills in other departments so mm -hmm. I guess from there it kind of just snowballed into what it is now yeah and yeah. like did you do you showcase this in like high school and stuff uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually i did i would you do did. like open mics and stuff and uh um when i was a freshman is when i started like my first like band i guess i started Ooh, i started like a thrash okay. metal band uh -huh. um we did like a lot of like like metallica covers and like megadeth and stuff and then uh, um that's where i started songwriting too because then I, I started piecing together my own songs and we would play um <clears throat> at this place uh, uh off like san juan it used to be called giovanni's mm -hmm. it's uh now it's a uh, What's it called? No, it's Casa de Pollo. Um, but yeah, that's like where, where I got my start. We would like play there. We would just, and just like our parents would show up <laughs> and like some other random people. And, like, oh, that's dope. That's yeah. dope. So. so like you kind of built the confidence at a young age and it's like snowballed into like just kind of like something that you love to do now, right? Yeah, kind of like I got like a lot of experience performing like as a kid and I'm glad I did because um uh, it takes a really long time to like get uh, not only get comfortable with performing, but to understand like your style and to understand like um, I guess not crowd control, but you know like like yeah, I guess like how to work a crowd and um, yeah. piecing together a set list and like that all takes years and years to do. So I'm glad I started when I was like 13. Um, so because <laughs> it gave me a lot of experience. That's very true. Because yeah. I've only been on the stage since 2020. So oh, okay. I only have like two years of experience and, and I feel like I've only like grown. It takes time to grow on stage. Yeah, definitely. And then also yes. like watching other people. And, like, watching other people, understanding the crowd control, mm -hmm. you know, that's really dope though. Yeah. Understanding your audience. Because <laughs> definitely like, like yeah. that's one thing like when, when I was a kid, like we were like, we were playing like super like brutal, like, like thrash metal and we were just playing for like our parents and stuff so like the the disconnect you see in the audience and <laughs> like the music um something we didn't really understand at the time but that's cool yeah. and <laughs> like what are your like influences like what would you like performing um i'm heavily influenced by uh by this dude that my parents used to listen to a lot called chico che uh chico che was like a singer in like the like 70s 80s uh from like south mexico um and he did like a lot of like tropical like cumbia and, and mm. stuff like that uh, and then he mixed in like rock and stuff and even though i don't necessarily like i don't do the same kind of music that he does um but just his whole like aesthetic and like and and style and, and style of like songwriting and his like his like humor that comes through in his music like that's something that i think about like no matter what project i'm working on so um i always think Think about what what would you like the energy like how does he like how he channels like yeah that the music like his own his own style yeah because because he was yeah. super like chuska so which is like you know like kind of like i guess like fun like mm. you know whatever and i try to like everything that i do i try not to make it super serious like yeah you know what I'm saying? I have, like, to have fun with it yeah i have a lot of like comedy and stuff that's what i noticed like in your performances you're very you get the audience moving mm. um you know you have a twist to like you have a modern sound, but then it's like it, it still gives you that vibe when you're when you're at the parties with your families, you know, mm -hmm. all together and stuff, having a good time. Yeah, it's traditional and it's contemporary mm -hmm. at the same time. Mm -hmm. It's very yeah. universal, um, like with all ages and stuff. So a lot of people like your music yeah. from all age groups. And Definitely. I had a friend tell me recently, he's like, I know you play it because he was asking me to do a show 
uh, like a house party and he was like i know you play for like an older crowd but you know you could come i was like i play for an older crowd <laughs> you're like what well, is that just that is that it now i didn't no. know that about myself <laughs> no you have you, you have like all crowds because even at the bearded bean it's more of a, a youth kind of crowd oh yeah and that night happened to be there it was just like you brought the bean to life you know so cool. that was that was great to watch um so what are places that you've performed like other places i've performed all over the place uh i've, I've performed like all over california and i've gone to mexico and performed and i've gone to colombia and uh, a lot of places um are asking like what, what what's like my favorite place yeah, <laughs> or, yeah i actually wrote that like your favorite places like you, that you really enjoyed um honestly just anything in salinas like anything anything local because i feel like there's no, nothing beats like like playing like like to like a local crowd like of people that like already kind of like know you and like understand you because i don't i don't have like a massive amount of fans like in like any other area like or at all but you, like, <laughs> I mean, try to learn the crowd like when you go outside of salinas more because you don't have that engagement yeah is what you're saying like where people are really have eyes on you where they know mm -hmm. like oh but like you might have that one person in the crowd that's like, oh, I know this dude. They start putting everyone on. You know oh yeah, I mean? definitely. That's that's happened. I mean, uh, like I'm I'm super blessed that I've gone to other places and like seen like had at least like a few people in the crowd who know who I am and like yeah. came to see me. And, yeah. Like that's incredible. But like when I play local, like there's like friends and like family and like people who just like know you and like so yeah. that's a whole different vibe. Like nothing matches that ever. Did you no. did you go to the other brothers? The other one, the the, the last one, the punk one, the punk show. No, but I'm jealous. Okay, I wish so I <laughs> you should have went to that one because it yeah. was popping. That's why I'm I'm having a like a feeling it's gonna be like that because there was a bunch of new faces. So you're you know you're yeah. gonna reach a whole new crowd and I really hope so. Yeah. I really hope so too because <laughs> it was a good turnout for the last one. So you know I yeah, think that's just the yeah. My, my homie's band, uh, Gosh, actually played that. Yeah, yeah. It, it was nice. like really cool bands I've never seen. Um, even at the Bean, I've never seen them there. So, yeah, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna make like make a lot of new faces like listening to your music. So, also, yeah. Mm -hmm. So we have the music video. Um, how did you feel filming that? Like, uh, so we did it all in one day. Um, it's a video for Mematas movie. Mm -hmm. Um, we did it all in one day. Uh, did it with um just the help of some friends. Like I mentioned, uh, Fred Rock and, uh, and his homies, Christian, Nate, um, my, homie, uh, my homie Johnny. Um, yeah, it was kind of just like a group of friends that, that, that like, luckily like helped piece that together. We, we got a ranch in, in Greenfield um, from another friend. Mm -hmm. um, it was a really long day. <laughs> yeah, like, it was a really long day, you guys planned it all out. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, it took a while. It kind of came together like super last minute. Um, Cause just like the act of like getting a bunch of people together like on the same day and like to be on the same page is really, really tough. It is. Um, so it was like this close to like not happening. But um, yeah, we pulled a miracle and we did it super low budget. And uh, and yeah, I, I think it looks awesome. Great. Like yeah. production, production says it all, you know what I mean? Yeah, have, like planning ahead of time and having like people that are really experienced and well-versed in their craft is like, I think, key. Yeah, it makes everything. Anything like that. You need the essential people in, involved and they make they make everything happen, you know? Yeah. So um, 
what are some future like merch things that you have in mind? Do you have any future merch things? Oh, or man, like current? I want... <laughs> you want to tell people currently what you have? I want to do a bunch of stuff, uh, but it all costs money, unfortunately. Um, right now I have lighters, uh, which is super cool. Um, I have lighters. Uh, I have like one t-shirt left. Um, Cause I made like tie dye shirts and then I made regular shirts just to see like what will work better. And obviously everybody bought the tie dye shirts. Like <laughs> yeah. they sold out like in one day. So, um, and then I have records. I pressed a bunch of vinyl with my homie uh, uh, Ivan from Discos Rosaka. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, we have a seven inch where it's like uh, cumbias on both sides. Oh, okay. So. I have to check that out because I have a little vinyl thing of my own. And I mean, I've been wanting to shop vinyl, so, and I should do it with local artists, definitely. So, yeah, definitely. I only have a few left, so. I'm gonna have to cop one of those. Yeah, you're cool. So you guys check him out on his. T- you want to tell them what like your online what it's. Yeah, I got, I got a website. It's called uh, flakwellhandroad.com. Uh, um, este, and then I'm on everything else. I'm on Instagram and. Plug yourself. Este, what else is there? I'm on you Instagram. Plug yourself? I'm on TikTok. Uh, I'm on Spotify. MySpace. Yeah. <laughs> and you're on Bandcamp, right? And I'm on Bandcamp too. Yeah. So you want to tell the people a little bit about Bandcamp and like what you got going on there? Yeah, uh, well, Bandcamp, I have basically you can find all my music on Bandcamp, and then I, ha- I also sell my merch on there uh, aside from my website. Um, but Bandcamp's super cool because they actually invited me out to their offices in, in Oakland, and I performed with a with a band called the Meridian Brothers. They came from um, Colombia, and that was a super unique experience because I've never performed at like like it, it almost felt like I was going kind of like to like the tiny desk like office oh, okay, yeah, okay. which is cool but it, it all, that place also doubles as like a record store in oakland so um so yeah it was a super hip and uh a, a lot more people than i expected like came just to see me so that was like even cooler like i was saying before like i don't expect that anywhere else and so when it happens it's really wow, like surprising yeah. um but yeah that was super cool mm-hmm. Bank camp. <laughs> i feel like um all of like you can just keep growing and stuff if you perform like at different places you know different mm-hmm. locations like how you've been doing and you know you're on the right track and so you want to tell them about your other event that you have like santa yeah. cruz one uh in santa cruz yeah what am i doing in santa cruz the the boardwalk one. Oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh so i remember november 4th i'm playing the boardwalk it's my first time ever playing the boardwalk uh aside from like busking outside of the boardwalk uh, now they're letting me inside um yeah, it's for this thing called uh, Boardwalk Bites and Brews. So they're going to have, like, I guess, beer tasting and and bites <laughs> and stuff. Um, okay. And, yeah, so that's on November 4th. Yes. Yeah. Yes, November 4th in Santa Cruz Boardwalk. You guys write it <clears> down <throat> in your events as, along with the other brothers on Saturday the 15th of October. And, you know, there's going to be events, a lot of events popping off in October. So this is gonna just be one that you have to go to, you guys. Um, it is a must, a must it's attend. A must. So you want to tell them about your your project that you released in twenty twenty one, like with all of your other songs on there. Like, what do you? What's your favorite song on there to perform? On the on canciones on the first one, the little dog. Yeah. On there, um, it's not that popular, but my favorite one off of there is Eridas, because. Uh, I don't know. It just that one just always like feels right, and it's like it's my favorite like it's my favorite like melodies out of the whole um, out of the whole project. And then also has that little bossa nova piece. 
yes. at the end. So. so I really like this one off of this project. Uh, una vez más. Yes, yeah. like that one like hits. That shit hits. That's like, cool. That's actually a cover. Yeah. Uh, that's a uh, I that's a song from my homies band. I don't know if you've heard of uh, Wasted Noise. Uh, Wasted Noise is a, like a the like a reggae rock band, like legendary reggae okay. rock band from Salinas. Okay. Um, and they have a song called One Last Time. And it's just straight up like like reggae, like with horns and stuff. And like yeah. but I translated it and I made it like like that style, like Sereno. Um that's why it kinda has like hints of like reggae and stuff. And but yeah, but from that project that's my favorite one. Yeah, I kinda sure wanna is. give the people a little preview. <laughs> like, so you guys can hear. <laughs> sample of, of his music and it's just like so refreshing to hear that in Salinas you know you're like you're bringing it to life and it's something that I've, I I mean I grew up listening to like my mom like cleaning to music like this and stuff yeah, so it's definitely cleaning music <laughs> <laughs> cleaning All music it. driving music it's really like if you want to like just just like feel good and release, you know? It's just like a uplifting kind of music. Yeah. It's more uplifting, if anything. And um, yeah, I love the twist of like the reggae and like the um, the um, corridos and everything. Yeah. Like it's really like, it has a vibe to it. That it brings yeah. it to life. You know? that, that whole project is kind of like, I, I try to like, frame, if you listen to it all in order, like I try to frame it as like the lifespan of like a relationship. So like the first songs are kind of like about like you know like like early in, in like a relationship when you guys are all in love and like yeah. and like butterflies and yeah. stuff and then later on like in the in the center is when it starts to like when it like what do they call it like the, the six month whatever like where it starts to like not fall apart but you start to like like when when people start to let like their guards down and stuff yeah. and you start to see more of like the real person mm. and like that's when it really gets put to the test whether you guys are like compatible or not yeah and then the last songs are like straight up like breakup songs and, like, yeah song, but, yeah yeah um so that's what kind of like the whole thing together is supposed to represent i really like that concept and yeah. i was feeling it throughout like the progression of it um it got sadder and sadder, it got sadder, sadder. <laughs> i was like that's why the wow. covers that's why the covers of concha that's breaking because yeah. it's like concha is like sweet and it's like breaking apart so it's like bittersweet you know what happened yeah. to me today i got I got brought a concha today no. while I was editing, editing another podcast. My friend came to the shop while I was editing it, and she said, like, "Do you want a concha?" So and it happened to be the day that I'm interviewing. So it's, I mean, it's kinda <laughs> was it pink? 
and it was pink. It was? Oh, shit. I have it. Yeah, I still have <laughs> it. But, but yeah. So that's pretty dope that that happened <laughs> now that I think about it. Um, yeah, any closing out events uh, that or comments that you want to make about like your music and which the impact you want to make? Um, no, well, just like um, I guess like my my central theme of everything that I'm that I'm talking about, even though I talk about like a lot of different kinds of stuff, is uh, I try to like bring forth like the message of like duality in life so like um because there's there's one thing that i never want to be is like i never want to like be super like negative or like pessimistic about like how everything everything sucks and everybody's you know like this and i also don't want to be like overly like positive sunshine rainbows and everything so like it like if you listen to like all my lyrics i'm always talking about like the juxtaposition of those like two things because that's that's they both exist and you can't really like you'll never be happy or like be able to like properly like move in the world or like love yourself or love other people unless you can like acknowledge both of those things in, yeah and like you know the darkness and light so like that's still that you tell. put that you put that inner work into your music mm-hmm. and it really you know shines and people can feel that and they can they can heal through their whatever they're going through while yeah. listening to your music you I know? Hope so. <laughs> um i happen to be on the more sunshine's rainbow side sometimes and so when I hear music that really goes to the depth, it brings me to like more of my, more of my side that I need, I need to like pay yeah. attention to more, you know. So. Well, it's good. It's okay to be like positive and like optimistic because I'm super well, right optimistic. Right now, I am. I wasn't like a couple months ago. But. Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> but it, like, like, because I can be, I'm super optimistic about everything, like most things. But I also acknowledge that there's a lot of like horrible things in the oh, world, and there's like there's yeah. grief and there's death and there's like you know there's all these like you have to acknowledge that and like like face it because otherwise you're kind of like like you're bottling yourself away from like your fears you know what i mean and- your music and you know our words are more powerful than we think yeah definitely and you've been songwriting for a long time so i'm sure those words are very powerful and like you know yeah yeah definitely because I, I had a lot of like practice with it where like before I, I feel like i would write like a lot of like nonsense before when i was first like starting out um but uh but the more i listened to music and the more i understood like the impact that it was having on me and the way that like what you listen to impacts like your thoughts and your thoughts impact your actions like how those how that trajectory happens the more conscious i try to be about like what it was that i was saying Mm -hmm. so that hopefully that can communicate to someone because at the end of the day like what i'm trying to do is i'm trying to connect to people with my music like i'm not like i want to be like quote unquote like successful um with what i do but like the bit the biggest indicator of success to me is when i i'm able to connect with a lot of people like through my music to where they actually hear like so like i help them through something like with with a song or or whatever and like if that if i can do that for like a whole bunch of people then you know then i'm happy yeah and and what you want to do is reach a more of a like bigger platform and in a sense of and you and you don't just have like a select category of people, right? You, mm. You're very like we're saying universal as well. Yeah, I mean, With well, it's because like I like a lot of different kinds of music, so I try to do like a lot of different kinds of music. And I don't know if I'm gonna do that forever. Uh, like, kind of like if you heard like my first project versus like this yeah. project, is yeah. super different. And like the next one is gonna be even more different. Um, but uh, I don't know if that's me trying to find myself or if it's yeah my style or what, but. 
Yeah. I guess I'll find out. <laughs> Dude, same. I mean, I'm kind of exploring my artistry right now too, and it's like, I'm. I just discovered a new me, <laughs> and you're just like, oh, like, where did you come from? You know? Yeah. It's like it surprises you your own, you know, tone and artistry and stuff. How it develops. Yeah. Um. Art does that. It helps you get more in touch with yourself. Definitely. So, like, what took you to the arts? Is there anything else you're talented in the arts in? Uh, nah, you said instruments? <laughs> any other instruments? I play a lot of different. Cause, well, I, I I produce all my own music. So, I play everything. I play bass. You play and, everything? Uh, yeah. Drum, drums, bass, Dang. and sing, do my harmonies, keys. Yeah. All that. The only thing I don't really play is I don't play, like, um, I don't play like fancy string instruments. Like I don't play violins or like, okay. anything like that. And then I don't play any wind instruments. So I don't play like trumpet or, or oh, anything like that. Okay. But um, but yeah, I've been trying to focus more on like my production. So that's what I'm kind of going to school for. Okay. Um, so there's that. Um, but as far as other art mediums, <laughs> like, let's nah. emphasize on you guys. <laughs> I, I'm I'm gonna shout you out on this because I'm <laughs> proud right now listening to this shit. Yeah. He. He does all his own instruments, you guys. Like, <laughs> shout out. And you know who says that, too? Um, I'm, like, comparing you right now, but no, I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, Masego, um, there's a song okay. that he's like, Do you play the keys? I can play that. Do you play the drums? I can play that. You know, it's like, he it kind of reminded me, it reminded me of that song. So yeah. I had to say that. Well, there's a lot of, we're, like, kind of, like, living in the age of, like, like real independent like artists independent like, artists a are lot of people right kind now. of do it themselves like steve lacy does all his shit himself on that on on garage band garage band i see yeah. his ted talk yeah, I did, I did a <laughs> I, whole, I've, like, I've been supporting that dude for a while um it's all these people right now that are just they're innovative they're finding ways yeah. you know so it's like dope to see how selena's is thriving and you know Definitely. the creatives right now are really yeah. doing their thing yeah, it's because like technology really is advanced to like a place mm -hmm. to where like it's it's a lot more accessible to do that than it was like a few years ago. Like I know like Nando and the Bando does the same shit. Like he produces all his stuff and mm -hmm. he does all the instruments and shit. So yeah, like, and it's really impressive because like you're doing multiple people's work. If people, if like, but you're but it's, you have to do you have to do what you have to do. You it's because no I mean? one like in reality, no one's gonna do it the way that you picture yeah, it. Picture it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like I, I hear like when I'm writing a song, I hear it a certain way. And when I'm like piecing it together and all the answers, like I hear everything like a very particular way. And like, so if I produce it myself, then that's what it's going to sound like. If I work with other people, then they're going to add their own flavor to it, which yes. is cool too. You know? Yes. And in but, that sense, sometimes you have to like negotiate like, oh, this, I'm going to have to change this, you know, like, yeah. so it might take more time. But yeah, so that's dope that, you know, you put work into becoming an independent artist mm -hmm. and sticking to it and, you know, continuing to reach milestones and places that you've never been. Yeah, for sure. So that's really dope. A big, a huge, huge, <laughs> a huge shout out. And thank you to, um, to everybody that's like been supporting me, uh, over the years and, uh, and everybody that supports just like everybody in Salinas that supports like local art and, um, and local musicians and, uh, and yeah, I'm, I'm super grateful and uh, excited for uh, what the future brings stuff. Yeah, we're yeah. excited to see you perform and, you know, just announce new things and things yeah. that you have coming. And thank you, and thank you to you and, and people like you who open up like their platform for 
people like me. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. And and this has been in the in the works. Um, there's going to be a lot more people coming through, and it's just kind of something that I've kind of postponed for personal reasons. But I've always had you know connections and stuff, and well. More will be coming, you guys. So thank you so much uh, for tuning in, you guys. Um, check them out. And it will be on my Instagram, at Karina Paris. And I'll plug everything in the description. Peace out. <laughs>